Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of You're the Shift. So today, as usual, all of my episodes for You're the Shift are divinely guided, and I had just asked what I was supposed to talk to you guys about today, and I had a friend send me a message and tell me that they were struggling with self-sabotage, and I thought, well, weirdly enough, that's been a theme for me this entire week. So I think it's a great fit for today. Have you guys ever, well, it's not a question, everybody's gone through it. When you go through your day and you have this little voice in the back of your head and it thinks that it can tell you what to do and tell you how to live and tell you how worthy you are. And it tells you things like, hmm, you're not getting enough done. You're not good enough at your business. You're not good enough at doing anything. You should just throw in the towel and go sleep in your bed because you're useless. Or one of the other varieties of the thing that this voice can tell us, like, you're not doing enough you're bad at this you're a bad mom you're bad at everything you know how that voice talks to you and it tells you how to feel what to do how do you get past it how do you just you know not listen to it that little voice in your head is actually like a form of ego and that form of ego is actually there trying to protect you from failure so it'll tell you things like "Mm, you need to do this better somebody's gonna get angry at you or you need to do this better because i know that you failed at this in the past or i know that we've gotten in heck from someone else for not doing this well enough i know that i'm trying to protect you from anxiety i'm trying to protect you from what comes next i'm trying to protect you it actually stems from all these things that we've gone through as children and things that we've gone through in our family dynamic in our early childhood and all of these other things and that voice is trying to do something nice for you but it's actually the voice of ego and it's not that the ego is wrong necessarily like it is wrong you aren't a failure you're doing enough you're perfectly fine the way that you are and I bet deep down that you know it too and you struggle to listen to it because you're like well why I'm doing okay like why did this voice have to come bring me down but at some point in your life your ego looked at you and was like oh my god this hurts so much I need to protect you I don't ever want you to feel like this again we don't want to feel like this again so you know what anytime you need to put yourself out there I'm going to tell you to stop And the ego thinks that it's doing something nice for you. And really, what you need to do, I'm going to take the advice of somebody that I love, um, Karen and Kelly Sarlo, they always tell you to tell your ego to sit down, tell it there's an adult in the room. It's absolutely correct. You are the adult. You know, consciously, that you've been through all of these challenges again and again. And you know what? You're not afraid of letting people down anymore. You know what? You're not afraid of doing something wrong. You know you're capable. You know you're a rock star as a mom. You know that you're a rock star as an employee, as a boss, as a sister, as, as so many different things that you are, right? You know, There's so many different combinations of who you are and how you've worked past those negative experiences that you don't need to be afraid of yourself anymore. You don't need to think that anytime you reach out to somebody you love that they're going to think you're a horrible burden and they don't want to deal with you or they're too busy for your problems or, you know, they don't care about you. They only care about themselves. Why don't you let the other people in your life, the other circumstances in your life, decide for you? You know what? You know you're valid. Are you taking up too much space just existing? Is that, is that frowned upon? Is that something we can't do here? You're not supposed to exist? Well, I'm sorry, but you are supposed to exist. So you're going to need to just deal with it. And if that means reaching out to people when you're sad and accepting the fact that it might take them a little bit to answer and that doesn't mean that they hate you and you're horrible, 
then maybe you're actually going to build a thriving connection with that person. Maybe that person's really going to resonate with what you say. Maybe that person just wants to be there for you. And you know what? If you don't ask, you don't know. So I'm going to ask you guys to turn off that voice of self-sabotage. And we're going to talk about how to do that. So that voice, like I said, is part of ego. It's trying to protect you. Sometimes I like to challenge that voice and it'll tell me, hmm, Kayla, you don't know enough to tell people how to help themselves. And then I look at it and I go, are you kidding? I'm like the biggest wreck in the world. I have learned much about helping myself and I'm very skilled at it and I enjoy doing it and I enjoy sharing my resources. And when I do, there's always a positive reaction. I've never had somebody sit me down and be like, Kayla, you're horrible and everything you say is wrong. (laughs) And even if I did, I don't really think that I'd listen to them because I know deep down in my heart that it's not wrong. Just like you know, you know, that with all the things that you do, that there are going to be good days and there are going to be bad days and there are going to be days where you feel like you don't know anything. And you know what? That's just part of the human experience. Those bad days don't determine your validity. Those bad reactions from other people don't determine your validity. You determine your validity. So if you listen to this voice that's giving you heck 24-7, you're actually undermining your own validity. Don't do that. Don't undermine who you are just because of somebody else's response to what you're doing. You have to learn to trust yourself based on your own knowledge about yourself. You can't accept validation from other people. You have to find validation in yourself. And I know it's totally okay sometimes to reach out to other people and be like, yo, I need some help today. Absolutely. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter how much other people tell you you're not a piece of crap. If you believe you're a piece of crap, You will, that's just what you're going to believe. No one is going to be able to change that inner narrative. So what's going on is there's a problem somewhere in the inner narrative. And that's really making life difficult for you because it means that fundamentally, there's a part of yourself that believes that you're not good enough. You need to address that part. You need to look at that part and sit with it for a little bit and really ask it what it's trying to tell you. You may find with sitting with that part of your ego, like asking it, why do I feel like I'm not good enough? Well, that depends on what the circumstance is. But let's use an example. If I sit with my ego and I ask it why it thinks that me sharing my personal life experience with people is going to hurt them. If I really sit with the ego and I've done this before, it's going to tell me, well, I'm just afraid of saying the wrong thing that will hurt more than help. Well, you're absolutely right, but that's where communication comes in. That's where tact comes in. That's where understanding your audience comes in. That's where listening to understand instead of listening to reply comes in. All these skills that I have worked a lifetime to build. I'm not going to censor myself just because I'm afraid of getting hurt. And you shouldn't either. We all are given the gifts that we're given for a reason. And if we make a mistake, if we make a mistake, is that really so bad? What happens if we make a mistake? Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Do we learn something? I think we do. (laughs) And learning is one of the most beautiful things that we're here for. So if you limit yourself from being a mom, being a boss, having that talk with that employee, having that talk with your family member, you know, telling people how you really feel about something that you've not felt good in a while, really being vulnerable, raw and honest, is, you know, only learning and growth can come from that experience. So are you going to listen to your ego and actually limit yourself from participating in your life and limit yourself from engaging with the people around you? Limit yourself from fully embodying what you're here to do just because your ego is going to tell you, well, no, 
you, you, you're not good enough at this. You, you definitely shouldn't post that online. You, oh my God, right? No, don't listen. So when you listen to that ego voice, when you listen, do you know that you're actually committing something called self-sabotage? And you may not think it. Let's say you're having a really, really bad day and you know what? You just want to talk to somebody about it. That's all you want. And you feel alone and you feel stressed and you feel like nobody understands you. So you pull up your phone and you're like, oh, I just, I really want so-and-so's comfort. They understand. But I know that so-and-so's going through something right now. And I don't really want to make their time worse. I don't really want to hurt them. I don't really want to be a burden. And you know what? Do you know what so-and-so is doing right now? Do you know that they don't have time for you? Do you know what they think? Do you know what they feel? And can you make that assumption for so-and-so? Or could you just message them and allow so-and-so to communicate for themselves? Here's this crazy thing. Every other person has their own ability to say, no, I don't have time for that. Or no, I'm not emotionally available for that right now. Or I really do want to listen to this. I just need a couple of minutes. I promise you that I'm not not listening. I just need a couple of minutes and then I will give you my full and undivided attention because I love you. If you have supportive relationships in your life and time and time again, they have shown you that they are supportive relationships and that they're there for you. And every other time you've spoken to them, you know what? They're always there and you just feel bad because you feel like you're abusing the privilege. That's not a thing. The people in your life have the ability to tell you how they feel. If they are being doormats and not telling you how they feel, that's a different dynamic that you need to address. And if you're so afraid of that, if you're so afraid of reaching out or being yourself that you self-sabotage, well, why don't you try asking that person, well, do I message you too much? Is it difficult for you that I do that? Is it a boundary? Am I crossing a boundary? And that person might take a couple of minutes to respond because they're dealing with their own stuff inside going, oh my God, can I tell them I have a boundary? Or just going, oh man, I can't believe they think that it's a boundary. And that's going to actually help them understand how to better be there for you. Because if they don't understand, maybe they think that you think that you're the shit and you probably are, right? You're probably amazing. And then you just have this dynamic from this person where they're like, well, why in a million years would they think this? The point is, if you live your life by what your ego tells you and your ego is trying to actually like protect you from connection with other people, because connection with other people is just terrifying. Well, it can be. <laughs> we all know it's a difficult dynamic sometimes, but if your ego is trying to protect you from that, you have to ask yourself, well, if every single time I've connected with this person, it's been good, can I not give them the power to have their own voice? If they are able to speak for themselves, why don't I do this crazy thing and just let them? Let them speak for themselves. Tell something to your boss that you're afraid to say because you need it. And you know what? It's probably going to go just fine. Your ego tries to project all these scenarios onto you. Like, mm, you can't do this because you're not good enough. You can't do this because you're not smart enough. Everybody thinks you're dumb. Everybody thinks you look fat in that outfit. You know what? You are not here to live your life for anybody else. You're actually here to live it for you. And that's the crazy part of all this. So if you're going to live your life every day listening to that voice of self-sabotage, do you know the opportunities you could be cutting yourself off of from doing that? Do you know how much you're sabotaging your own strength? How much you're actually probably drifting away from your life mission from doing that? From listening to that voice? You don't deserve that. Nobody deserves that. You have to look at yourself and understand that that voice is there because it's coming from a wound. And if we want to deal with the self-sabotage, we have to deal with the wound. The wound 
probably isn't even relevant in your life anymore. If it's being created by the people in your life, then you need to examine that. You need to set better boundaries. You need to ask them how they feel. You need to give them the chance to speak their mind so you do know the truth instead of assuming. The point is, don't make any assumptions when it comes to ego because you just don't know. The things that you think about other people are so vastly different than the things that they think about you. Other people look at you through the lens of their own experience. So if you think that there's a dynamic that's wrong, maybe there is because they're looking at you through the lens of their own experience, not who you authentically are. So if you need to challenge who people believe you are and that self-sabotage voice is stopping you from doing that, then that's something that you need to address. This is a situation where things like mantras can be super, super effective. Like you can wake up every day and challenge every single belief that you have. Like, for example, I used to think the world was a boring place. And now every day I tell myself the universe is full of surprises, pleasant surprises every single day. And every single day since I started doing that, the universe is full of pleasant surprises. It's crazy how much our inner monologue and our inner dialogue can just completely shift the way that we experience life. So you have to find a tool to use against that monologue. Sometimes I like to challenge it. That's one of my favorite ways. Some other people like to just not acknowledge the voice. Some people like to do the opposite of what the voice says because they're stubborn and good for them because it probably works, right? Sometimes I like to sit my ego down and I tell it, okay, what do you want? Why are you telling me this? I'm having a great day and I am being really positive and I'm really proud of myself and all that I've achieved and you're sitting here telling me that I shouldn't put myself out there. Well, why? Why, what are you trying to tell me? And I be, I'm kind to it. Because you know what? The ego comes from a wound. It's acting out something from your inner child. It's acting out something that's happened to you. So you don't want to sit here and bully yourself. You want to understand. You don't want to get mad at the ego. Sometimes getting mad helps, but you got to do it with tact if you really want to understand what the ego is trying to tell you. So I sit down with it and I ask it, well, how come? And then it might tell me things like, oh, well, I grew up with a learning disability. So I think that putting myself out there can be achieved, like can have negative repercussions. Like people telling me, oh, you talk too fast or, oh, your tangents don't make any sense. You're too loud. You're too this. You're too that. Okay, so what? I am what I am, though. I can't change that part of myself and I don't want to. Those parts of myself give me some of the most beautiful parts of myself that there is, like humor and, you know, off-the-cuff witty banter and, you know, general insanity. So I don't really want to change them because oftentimes they make me happy. And what we have there is actually a fear of security, a fear that when I present myself that I'll be received. So the ego always has a fear that it's acting from. And you have to know what that fear is in order to quench it. So if you're struggling and you're sitting there and you're having all these negative voices in your head and you know what, they're way worse than usual, chances are that there's something that's triggered that ego wound. And that ego wound is just asking you to have a discussion with it. It's asking you to hear it out. It's asking you, okay, I am afraid of speaking my mind though because it has been negatively received and I don't want to go into a downward spiral because somebody who you know I I consider important thinks something negatively of me okay granted ego that's that's a risk no matter what we do okay well I have taken that into consideration and I will get back to you in three to five business days I'm going to continue living my life because I again am the adult in the room and I've got it I've always got it I'm here to learn. I'm not here to bypass all my learning because I'm afraid of it. (laughs) 
So when you don't listen to that voice, good things happen. And when you do listen to that voice, you create self-sabotage and you actually bring more of that dynamic because the ego goes, okay, okay, we're on this, we're on this path because I said I'm scared. So let's continue to be scared. Let's find all these other things to be scared of. And if we identify all the things that we're scared of and we believe it, then we'll ultimately be protected from all of them, right? Except no, because the law of attraction. <laughs> so it doesn't work, right? But if you think about all these coping skills that you can use to bypass it, if you think of these coping skills you can use, like calling a friend, like... I like to look at all my life experiences. When I'm feeling like a failure for whatever reason, I like to look at all of my successes. And I'm not a person who celebrates success and I'm working very hard at that to be able to celebrate success because obviously not celebrating success creates that ego dynamic of I never succeed, which is wrong. You do not need to evaluate your successes on a scale of one to 10. A success is a success and you should celebrate it no matter how big or small. So I look at my successes. I look at all the things that I would tell a friend if they were me. I look at all the things that I would, you know, be proud of. And that's what I tell the ego when I'm sitting with it. And I go, okay, I understand where you're coming from, dude. I really do. I totally get it. But look at all these successes that I've had. If I would have listened to you, I wouldn't have had them. So I appreciate you for trying to protect me. I do. I know what experiences that dynamic came from. I do. But... We have to experience. And if something bad happens, then we'll deal with that when it happens. But right now, we have to experience. And that's what's helped me bypass that self-sabotaging voice. Like, if I would have listened to self-sabotage, I can clearly point a trajectory of where I would be right now versus where I am right now. And the two worlds are completely different. And I know I'm much happier in this world than I would have been in the self-sabotage version. And that's something you have to remember. You have to work through the ego to be really able to experience it. And when you work through the ego, you'll actually heal a little bit. You'll heal your response to those successes. When you have a success, you might smile about it instead of wondering, well, well, what, can, I, can I keep this up? Like, what if the next one's a failure? Oh my God. And all these horrible things that you might think of if you don't know how to deal with the ego. So I encourage you to listen to that voice and what it says, but don't do it, but just listen. See what it says. Write down over a day. At the end of the day, take a look at what you've written down in your notebook and go, okay, what dynamic is this trying to express to me? Where is this coming from? And I mean, you can sit down and ask for your guides to tell you, or you can hand it off to somebody that you love that knows you, that doesn't have a bias and can tell you truly where that's coming from or can offer an educated opinion, or you can freehand journal and just write what comes to you. It doesn't matter what you do to figure out what that dynamic is. The important thing is you figure out that that dynamic is acting out of an open wound that you are still struggling with. And that's when the healing starts. That's when you stop self-sabotaging and you actually create harmonious responses to those situations. Maybe now you don't feel so bad about reaching out to that friend when you need it. Maybe you know you're actually supported. And so it's corrected a dialogue you've had over your entire life that says, my friends don't love me. Maybe now you know that they do. And, you know, self-sabotage is not a worthy price to pay of that knowledge. If you would have self-sabotaged, Maybe you'd be having a much different dialogue in your head right now. So over the course of the next couple of weeks, I want you guys to examine it. When that voice comes up, find out what it's trying to tell you. Find out what you've learned. And if you want to share that with me, I would love to hear it because that is really cool to me. 
I love hearing what you guys are going through. So if you guys do want to share it and you guys want to offer opinions, I would absolutely love to hear them. And you can send that to me at Kayla at florafaunahealing.org. The other thing that I want to address with you guys is Patreon. A lot of you guys are aware of it already. But if you guys are like loving listening to You're the Shift and all the intuitive knowledge that comes from it, my Patreon is built to further help you. Uh, it helps me support the podcast platform to be able to keep it going because there are fees associated with having a podcast that are super fun. It also helps me reach you guys in a different way. It helps me give more content to you. It also helps me heal you. If you're not local, then I may not be able to see you face to face. So it gives me all these resources like Reiki experiences designed to help you. You can vote on bonus episodes. There's all these learning articles dedicated to everything that I do, like Reiki healing, tarot, astrology. There's also self-help articles and little tips and tricks and exercises you can do to be able to help in your growth and development. There's also like things that I think of sometimes that are things that inspire our podcasts that we do. My podcast that we do. I don't know who our is, but that's all right. (laughs) But yeah, it helps me inspire the podcasts that I do. And it helps me just have a wider reach to you guys and interact with you guys in a totally different way that I really enjoy. But it helps me put out so much content out there for you. So if you're looking to deepen your journey and you're vibing with what I'm saying here, you should definitely come check me out at Patreon. It's Florafauna Healing. So patreon.com slash Florafauna Healing. And you can find me there and all sorts of other resources. There is some free content too. Like I do post the stuff about the moons and all of that on there. So if you're into just learning about that, you can find free content available on Patreon as well. So that being said, I'm going to quit stuttering, and you guys have yourselves a great week.